and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda and uh, strawberry banana things and coffee in the fridge. Cheers, my friends. Yay. Let's fucking do this. Yay. I'm too yes. far, but... Coca-Cola. I'm sitting here today with four-fourths of the modern rock and roll act, Skies of Terra. Jazz Please fusion. Make some noise for the internet, my friends. Yes. Yay. The internet. Thank we you, did it. Thank you. So, happy to have you all here. This is the first time I'm meeting everybody in person. I believe I've connected with you two fools online at some point in time yes, right this yeah. is true this is clyde's cletus cletus everybody <laughs> usually throws in clyde's whatever all right gets to my attention sorry please. <laughs> i apologize justin right yeah okay or, or piece and of shit you can call then me that. we had liam correct and I just for, fucking forgot your name. Is it Scott or something? <laughs> I have no idea, dude. He Chris, does look like a Scott. Chris, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Scott. I've never gotten a Scott before. You do look like a Scott. Though. I knew it was some fucking normal ass name. Yeah. From, from, from one Brian to a Scott or yeah. a Chris, whatever the hell your name is. <laughs> officially <laughs> Scott from now on. Damn. Just changed ha- my name. Hashtag officially Scott. How's it going, guys? How are you doing today? Pretty Not bad. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Thank good. you all for good. coming through. Thanks for uh, having us. First and foremost, let's just get this out of the way. Let's do a quick promotion because we're playing a show together yes. Hell yeah. on April true. 25th. <clears throat> Who wants to spill the beans on this can of beans Cletus. Um, <laughs> this baked bean it smells like uh barbecued baked beans bushes it's bushes baked bushes. beans um yeah so uh skies of terra sykes in the new violence gray walker double duty yeah mm. yeah two bad emphasis on the word duty duty <laughs> we have pittsburgh basements no i don't yeah. know um so yeah um we're excited we're gonna be doing this show um skies of terra Sykes and the New Violence. It's going to be different genres, like, you know, how we're working here. Uh, sort of doing like a flow, as Amber said. Yeah. Um, ending with Greywalker, because we're, we're, Sykes, uh, Skies of Terror is not all metal. So we it's have jazz like, fusion. <laughs> we're going <laughs> on that jazz fusion thing again. Jeez. Yeah. We'll never escape that. Nope. Um, <clears throat> but it's going to be at Brandy's um, April 25th. The, uh, the former Irwin. Cafe Supreme. Uh, real nice place. Um, great and food. Luxurious and exotic. Irwin PA. Absolutely. <laughs> the the lovely streets. Beautiful Irwin PA. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about Skies of Terra for people that aren't familiar with the band. You know, you say you're not quite metal. There's joking jazz fusion. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. somebody on the street told me you were a country band. So what the fuck, what <laughs> That's probably Skies true. Skies of Terra. Um, That's a good question. Really? I, I always describe it as just like post hardcore. Um, you know, it, it's, but we got like elements of hip hop and, and funk uh, metal. Funk and, metal. I mean, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of different elements in it. So, but I, I would typically say like post hardcore metal is the closest thing you could so say. I'm going to make an assumption that everybody sitting at the table now is. In their 20s, maybe early 30s at the most. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're all, you know, uh, 
in the 2000s generation, late 90s, 2000s, that's when we're all finding out about music for the first time. And there was so much different stuff going on at that time. And from the music that I've heard that you've put out, it just seems like like an amalgamation of all that stuff Mm -hmm. that was happening at that time. And now you're just putting it out there with no filter necessarily or like putting yourselves in a box. Like, fuck it. We like all this music and we want to contribute to all of it. Yeah. um, I Well, so I come from a lot of different avenues of music, like a lot of genres. I grew up with uh, like my dad loved Latin. Um, He was from Dominican Republic, so he comes from that. But he... Went to Studio uh, Fifty Four. He was he was working there, and he was just around a lot of different music in his time. And drugs, probably. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, just like all the crazy psychedelic stuff. And then my yeah. mom liked everything else. You know, in her day. So, growing up with like R and B, rock, um, alternative. You know, the grunge era was in the nineties. Those mm-hmm. were like my favorite times. Um, And then you go into the 2000s where there's like the new metal scene and, you know, all that. So I love stuff like Deftones, Tool, Alice in Chains. I mean, we're going through a a wide scale here. Um, So that's pretty much what the album was. I was making it. I was writing the instrumentals and then Justin kind of brought in this idea of doing vocals because it would just be like easier accessible. I mean, it's not how he put it, but... You know, it's hard to do an instrumental album as your first material and get people to be like, oh, yeah, like unless that's like their thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like verbatim, I said no one's going to give a shit about your instrumentals. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim, actually. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The instrumental thing is it's really, really hard to do. There's been a few, a handful of instrumental bands that have, you know, really done their, their due diligence and oh, yeah. made it work. Yeah. But like, I don't really give a fuck about any of those bands. Right. Like animals as leaders is an example. Yeah. Insanely talented band. They're crazy. But like, I also just don't give a shit about them. Yeah. And it's nothing against them. It's just like, I just don't care. They're forgettable. Really? It is. I mean, it's in a way there's nothing to really emotionally invest in. It's just, it just sounds they're like monetizing guitar clinics. I'm just like, dude, I don't give a shit. Basically. Yeah. A lot of that is like really flashy stuff, you know? Yeah. I listen to a lot of that stuff, but when you're, I feel like when you're making something that you want to have an impact, you want it to sound like uh, a sum of all your influences. You don't want to stay stagnant in one area. You want to be able to do multiple different things. Like we have an acoustic track. We have three instrumental segs, um, longer songs, shorter songs, um, funkier type songs. Um, I just think that right now we're going into what do they call a gent, you know? Sure. And I... I love the genre, but it's also kind of funny, like how when new metal came out and everything was just sort of like that Jinko jeans type, <laughs> Deftones, corn, you know, the trip pants. Yeah. Those were the ones. But now we're kind of like in this stage where, all right, what's next? You know, skinny jeans and eight strings, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine, yeah. We're crossing into the nine string territory and whatnot. Yeah. Um, oh, God. But I mean, trends I, always happen. You they know, do, yeah. They they come and go. I think it's just important to do whatever the fuck it is you want to do, whether that is like if you still want to wear some Jinko jeans and right. play fucking you know, disturb type shit. Do it. Yeah, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's your art. It's your voice. It's like owning, make it happen. Yeah, you're pretty much owning. You know what you're selling, what you are, and I, mean, I don't know. Skies of Terra is just sort of this culmination of a lot of that stuff that I grew up with, and then when these guys. We're joining in, 
trying to record vocals and Liam does the guitar solo on the altruist, um, which is amazing. <laughs> you know, like it just started bringing it together. Like I'm not a shredder. He is. Um, there's different elements, whether it's hip hop, um, rock, grunge, sad, happy, sort of just like letting it all out. Like the next album might sound completely different. Yeah, not, I have a feeling it's going to sound way different. Well, I yeah. think that that's the thing that happens. It's a, just a natural evolution of a band. Because I mean, my assumption now is that the majority of like the, the skeletons of these songs were like <clears throat> your creation. Yeah. Right. And then everybody kind of comes in and they do their thing. But say moving forward, if it's more of a collaborative process yeah, from right. the jump. It's going to sound different. And also just being a young band, not young in age, but young in terms of the project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just still finding your voice, figuring out what you want to do, what works, what doesn't, just trying whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was one of those things. Like I, so many times I had six to 12 songs and I'd play through them. I'd go to work and have them in my ears. And I'm like, I want this to be something. And if I threw like this idea to somebody else, they didn't really come up with anything or whatever. I didn't want to abandon those ideas. That was like me. I wasn't trying to write to anything else. I was very selfish with the Skies of Terra instrumentals and stuff, and I wanted it to come out when it was ready. Um, so this is a very like well like uh, thought up group here. You yeah. Know? Um, because I like everything that these guys like, and we seem to get along in that sense. Um, so you know, it's trying to not stay stagnant and just keep busy, you know, and the whole, we're, we're going into our thirties and we still want to do this stuff. We still believe in music and a scene and an output and being a healthy way of just moving along. You know, we have our day jobs, we have like our side hustles, we have dreams. And I spent a lot of my twenties, like while writing this album being told like, eh, you know, if you're not, in your late teens and like touring already, like you kind of missed your chance, but I, I'm not trying to get famous. I'm just trying to like create an output and keep it alive for other people in the Pittsburgh scene. Sure. I, you know, so that's really what this was all about. Sure. From the jump off. I think some people's perspective gets real fucked up when it comes to the concept of success. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> you shouldn't let somebody else's idea of success define your idea of success because you know, what we're doing as musicians is fucking insane. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really not normal for us to be doing what we're doing. When you think of right. what the normal person does, nothing against normal people. It's just not normal to be putting all of your free time into creativity and trying to organize time with other functioning adults to play music yeah. in front. It's, it's not normal. Yeah. So the, if like your idea of success is I want to tour the world, okay, that's fine. But if you're like, well, that's I, I mean, maybe that's not necessarily what I want, or it's not feasible. But I still want to be able to get together with everybody every week and just play songs and record music and you know play a show in the city every once in a while. That's still successful if that's yeah. what your idea of success is. Like just being like you're like happy and healthy and you're in a good environment that's success absolutely i, I mean, would never yeah. take that for granted like my my idea was of success for this band is i want people that are not friends with us to come to our show and sing along to the music it's like once that happens i'd be like this is amazing sure like that would be so cool you know just people that you're like 
oh yeah i heard you online i wanted to come check you out sing along to the song like that would just be like the best thing ever yeah yeah not like having to beg our friends to come and see us for five bucks you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean you know it is what it is it's a it's a delicate process <clears throat> it's a long process and if you're not real with yourself from the jump off i mean you, you get lost somewhere down the line yeah but, i think that it's you know important to be honest with yourself and be cool and kind to the people around you and just put out positive energy like if you put out good vibes which y'all do you put out good vibes we we've been connected online and you're always posting things and sharing things and you know you're you're part of the community yeah and that's all that you really need to be in my experience all my years you just got to be a part of the community and it's gonna welcome you with open arms and you're gonna thrive yeah the people that don't make it work are the people that are just fucking nincompoops and curmudgeons and yeah. just grump butts like grump butts. it's a fucking <laughs> nightmare I love yeah. that word. put a smile on that face buddy but it seems really cool because it seems like you have a group of people here that are all like-minded and have you share ideas of what you want to do musically creatively mm-hmm. personally so how did this group of misfits all meet each other how did you all get together to do this Mainly, it was through like a karaoke deal. Like I met him through karaoke. <laughs> yeah. through karaoke. Yeah, I got him to start coming to karaoke. Like we have mutual friends, and um, we would always meet up on Saturdays at uh, Rump Shakers in Trafford. And um, our best friend Travis Patterson, or yeah, Patterson, um, DJ T Money. He's been T Money. Yeah, T Dollar Sign. Um, he's uh, he's our dude. Like he's great. And doing karaoke with him, it's sort of opened each of us up to the idea of performing around people. Now, granted, that's in a bar, um, but when people come up to you and you're like, "Oh, you should be in a band," like you know, when you're a certain age and you have like the two voices, like one saying, "Like that's not." realistic enough and then there's the other one that's like do it everybody wants to see that happen and deep inside you're like i like this feeling so you roll with it you know i mean these are my best friends they've seen me in my worst state you know drunk i don't drink (laughs) i I, I really don't drink anymore yeah and that helped me get this project going so now instead of like us struggling to get to a, a karaoke bar we're you know, struggling we're to get a practice done, <laughs> a practice yeah. done or get a show going. And whether we make like <laughs> nine bucks off of that show, it's like we performed our songs on a Saturday and had fun with other people and brought an event together rather than, you know, hey, 10 years into going to karaoke bars, like <laughs> we want to make something. We want to sing. People tell you, hey, I like that. I like what you're doing. Yeah. You've got a band or something. You got nothing. Eventually, you feel like you want to have like that little business card of like, well, I do do this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah so. Kalidas and I were were friends for such a long time, and we were always talking about doing music, and it just like never happened. And it was like years and years were passing, and then I tell I tell Justin one night those two were actually getting together to start recording Skies of Terror stuff, and I was like, listen. If he doesn't fucking call me, I'm out. It almost we've been happen. talking about this shit for years. Yeah. I was like, all he has to do is call me one time and say, Hey, you want to come over and record some shit? 
Yeah. And, and then yeah. that night I called Cletus and I said, hey, you need to call Chris like right now or else he's going to tell you to fuck off. Yeah. And then I called him right after that. <laughs> yeah. I literally <laughs> called him right after. It's like, hey, let me secure my spot with you and this is going to happen. Yeah. I just see Chris go off into the back and he was like, I just got off the phone with Cletus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that was that was fast. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I mean, there's certain things like I go off of strong feelings. I'm a very spiritual kind of person. So if a vibe is going and it's going strong, you don't want to miss your chance. That's like a train flying by. Um, so when we started getting some of these pieces together, you know, it worked out. I mean, we weren't going into the studio. We did this in like recorded vocals in his bedroom. I was recording all my instrumentals, DI, programming drums, sitting on a lot of the songs. I mean, I was kind of like scared to put a lot of it out because I didn't want it to like suck. Sure. You get that like feeling at first. But, you know, once I sat and heard their vocals and his solo and just how it all sounded at the end of the day, I was like, all right, I'm happy with this. You know, like it was great. Like I can't even describe that feeling. You know, I didn't expect it to get that far, but I wanted it to get that far so bad. Um, so having my best friends be a part of projects that we just feel very dedicated to is the best thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Um, like Liam, uh, I, I think you said like you weren't even in a band before this. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. You know, it just gives that Avenue for somebody else. Like I'd like to find somebody who's really good at an instrument and have them featured on an album and just, just because, you know, just making some good stuff happen and booking the shows to play these these things, you know. Um, that's what the scene's all about. I'm not trying to get us to win a Grammy here, you know. <laughs> sure. Well, that's what started out with me. He was like, I was just going to be a feature on one song. And then I got on that song and he was like, well, how about this song? And how about this song? Mm-hmm. How about this song? And it turned into like four, sure. four songs. Dude, that, that's how Evan ended up in Sykes and the New Violence. I asked him to play one guitar, like guitar on one fucking song. And I was like, that was sick. Let's try another one. And the next, <laughs> you know, four weeks later, he had guitars recorded on the whole album. I was like, well, I guess you're in the band. There that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We showed three weeks, motherfucker. Hope you're free. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he, like, we weren't even forming a band when he put the album out. And like, oh, it yeah. came out, and I was like, this motherfucker didn't put me featuring on anything. <laughs> and so I was like talking to him. He's like, well, I didn't do that because I figured we would just start a band and you'd be in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like, sort of like, okay. <laughs> so at least yeah. he had a formal invite. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. See, that's he, bullshit. He was, yeah. I was promoting your guys show and like well, you guys were like, Hey, quit tagging us you're in it too yeah because like, you, wait a minute it took you like three weeks to realize like oh am i like in like I'm yeah like i'm in. like you guys didn't ask me to join or anything <laughs> no, because like, even though i referred to yeah. you as liam the lead guitarist yeah <laughs> about five minutes ago when you were talking about making that phone call i was gonna commend you on your power of communication but now i think i'm taking <laughs> no. it back <laughs> It's terrible. Well, we just assumed <laughs> oh, that man. he was like, he knew that he was in because we're like, you want to you well, get on the show with us and stuff like that. And he was like, am I, am I, am I like in the band? Like, yeah, you are. Cause I know you asked me to play guitar for the show, but I thought that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're just going to take you and yeah. throw you away after that. He, That's he, what I thought. Yeah. He had messaged me something and I was like, I, I think he doesn't think he's in the band. And they're like, what? I'm like, 
I think we actually have to tell him yeah. that he's in the band. I'm not going to assume I'm in the band, you know? That's just rude. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, like, if you're not in the band, then there's not going to be somebody I'd like to see do that solo. Like, <laughs> Thanks, man. I mean, on, on a real level, like, um, some of those songs are so personal to me that, like, if I can't do that with that said person, it's just not even going to be on the live set list. Sure. You know? Um, but yeah, this dude was definitely meant to be in from day one as well. Yeah. So, well, even when we first met, we were talking about periphery. Yeah. We we're like, all right, this is my soulmate. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, when I first met him, you know, we were talking about similar music and recording and just ideas. And I was like, I do that. Like, I wanted to teach him, like, on some like drum programming and stuff. And next thing you know, he comes over to do that solo. And it just worked very well. Just there wasn't any kind of bashing of heads. Yeah, you know, it took me about an hour, but yeah, we got no, it, it was good. Yeah. You know, um, certain like perfectionist mentality without being too over polished about your ideas. That's really where it is in, with me. You know, um, I think that whenever you're producing your own material, if you give a shit about it, it's almost impossible to not overthink it. Yeah. Because you don't have an engineer in the room or a producer that's like, it was fine or try it again. You just have the voice in your head. And if you're like a normal artist, you're constantly beating yourself up. So nothing's ever good enough. So yeah, having that voice be your producer, it's it's not good. Yeah. But hey, yeah, you learn how to deal with it. You learn how to. You learn how to wrestle that motherfucker and you finally get the guitar solo recorded and you get the album done and yeah. things yeah. like that. So what is up with material right now that you have, you um, know, that it's, stuff's been released? Is it, you know, what are you working on now? What's going on? Like, what's the productivity of the band currently now that everybody knows that they're a part of it? So <laughs> what do you do? Am I still in? <laughs> yeah, you're good. Do you're I good. still write guitar parts? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, right now, moving forward, I want it to be a democratic process. Um, I, however, just cannot stop writing stuff at home. So I'll just write, record some stuff, demo things out, and put it on a Google Drive for everybody else to hear. Take it to practice. Sometimes we'll like change how the groove is, and we'll talk about different stuff so that everyone has an input now. Whereas before, I threw this, like a, a whole composition at them, and they're like, All right, learn it. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know. Where this time it's like I want you to feel it. Like if that drum thing or that bass lick bothers you, like let's talk about that. Let's figure out how to make this song all of ours. So right now we want to do like uh, an EP, but I'm personally trying to just focus on like our our shows and getting us a full band. Like we're trying to get a bassist. We have a drummer, um, Bob Borland, who's an amazing guy. Uh, so so he's know. in the band. He's we're working on getting okay. him to learn the song. So we're not okay. like, All right. I'm not going to go on the record and say, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go on the record and say, yeah, he's in the band. And he's going to be like, I didn't know I was in the band. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like do you, they, I, maybe they still make these magazines, but they used to make those. It was like, like J 14 and like those boy band magazines. But like, I'm imagining like that magazine, but with like Skies of Terror on the cover, but like he's in, he's out. Who's in the band this week? Who's on? <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Is it going to be all of them or is it going to be the backing track this week? Uh, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> all hell the backing track. Yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, man. Um, I feel like uh, a bit of a kindred spirit with you in terms of starting a thing that was all me. 
and then getting people on board and you know is this a band is this not are you just a fill-in person are we actually going to do a thing right and then you know also having full compositions and giving them the people and being very uh emotionally attached to these songs and be like this is the way it's supposed to be and yeah not being super interested in other people's ideas at the time just being like this is how i want this stuff to go right but then also coming to terms with like well if i'm asking somebody that's really good at what they do to be a part of my thing I want them to be a part of it because they're good at what they do. Yeah. So maybe if somebody is good at what they do, has an idea, I should fucking listen to them. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's like the whole learning process. Yeah. You know, that's how you keep things demographic or um, democratic. Yeah, democratic. Um, that's how. <laughs> demographic. <laughs> D- demographic. Geographical metal. <laughs> Geographic. Maybe that's your genre. Yeah. Yeah. We Geographical can do that. <laughs> I'm down. I'm done with it. We'll do like the fifth Toto cover that. Oh, please. Gonna, no. It's uh, not. Um, but well, yeah, he was, you know. he was, he wasn't exactly like saying, Hey, do this and do it this way. Sure. Like if it, like we both, like we both had ideas and we would throw them out to him and he was very open to it when we first started doing things. So it was, it was pretty cool. Like there's certain songs on there that I was featured on that. I was like, Hey, what if we try this, this way? And it ended up working out that way. Um, so it wasn't like completely 100% you just being like do it now sure yeah sure i i I will say to anybody that may think i wasn't necessarily like that either at least externally internally you know things would get thrown my way and the songs would sound a little different and i was like this is weird right but also it's like you're taking time out of your day to play drums with me and i'm not giving you any money so if you want to play that play it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like i try to make an understanding that like we're going to be performing these songs live and there's a lot of stuff that I did on the album that I didn't expect this to ever be a live performance. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're also talking about like whole drum tracks that have a lot of stuff going on that can't be drummers hate us. Yeah. 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 It's actually impossible to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. But sure. Yeah. I guess that's the other thing too. Whenever you're programming drums, you're not thinking about the amount of limbs that a normal human has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're, you're programming drums for Goro and right, it's just yeah. not like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly I mean, the best move. Yeah. But how sick would it be if Goro was your drummer? Fuck. Oh man, <laughs> we could have a keyboardist and a drummer, and, you know, hit the samples. Hell yeah. It's going to the time and point. everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, I, I just, I want to make it so that we're doing a justice to the album because the album I have made during the worst time of my life. Um, in so many words, like it just, this was my therapy. So when I brought a part up in Fury, the song Furious Angels to Chris, the original song, I was singing the chorus that he sings. But when he sung it, it just hit me. I was like, oh, man, that that sounds way better coming out of his mouth than mine. Um, it was really just kind of like understanding this part belongs to you. This part belongs to you. Um, like Justin doesn't do any cleans on the album. You know, he does his part. There's the angry boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, that's me. The wait, what, did you, what was he? The, the throat. The, of the, the throat. Band. Oh God. The cock throat. The, of the, band. the beard gave it away. The gaping mm-hmm. hole. <laughs> um, so everybody like had their specific roles in the beginning. It's like for this album, do it justice. But moving forward, I want us to bend envelopes, sort of just 
do what we do and stay true to it you know yeah what's the point of writing the songs you already wrote yeah 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 like we're we're just like we're figuring out now what our sound is going to be going forward so that's why i say i feel like the next album or ep or whatever we put out it's going to be so different because we all have different influences and they they come together in these mashups that are just it's just going to be weird yeah like not like weird music but just from everyone's different takes on things it's i'm really excited you know for it and like i want to write 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 and i'm excited too for you know to see you guys grow because the music that i've heard that you've put out i you know i think that whenever i had talked about it on a you asked for it um i just remember it being like super ambitious mm-hmm. in terms of how much you were trying to put into one place yeah oh the altruist yeah it wasn't like an offensive sort of ambition no. it was like i could tell that there was a lot of thought behind it and it seemed to work, you know what I mean? It wasn't 110% perfect, but what the fuck is, right? you know what I mean? In terms of just like transitioning from like one thing to another thing, but it's cool to hear a band that, you know, has influences of more progressive stuff, a periphery or whatever, but is also like, well, we still want to tap into these new metal roots and these other things and bring all that together. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of people in the world of heavy metal or hard rock or whatever the fuck you want to call it that don't want those things to coexist. No. But for me, it's like all of it should coexist because like it's fun to have a technical groove and a simple groove come together or something that's more just rock driven or something that's more, you know, rap driven or beat oriented, whatever it is, Mm. you know, and all that stuff can exist together if you understand how the genres of music work. And if you take the extra time to just really craft it, you can do it. Yeah. So I just, I feel like there's so much potential with the music that you're doing and I'm really excited to see it. Oh, thanks. You see, I hold hold everything you say to a high regard because you're the one that said it was fine to crush your ramen noodles. Assholes. Oh Jesus! Here, here we go. go. Here we go. You had to bring this up. Yes, I did. <laughs> he won't let it go. I will not. No, it is perfectly fine to crush your ramen noodles. No, you're a. Horrible he said it's fine. So no, what about the what about the nice. Kit Kats no, and everything else? Being just in a nice. perfect world. The Hershey's. Yeah, like you can you know you eat things how you want, but yeah, yeah, dude. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like if you want to go home, get naked, get in the shower. Oh, God. Listen to Umbop. That's your thing. If you want to like crush ramen noodles, that's your thing. He has the worst food takes oh in the world. Oh, my God. I'll have one. He has the worst food takes in the world. He's a horrible human being. Because I'm, I'm not that So bad. Look at him. What is... Look, you're fired. Look, the rapper my, my is question. on. He's eating it with the rapper on. How well, do you not... So you don't get chocolate on your fingers. Why are you doing fingers? that? See? So you don't get chocolate on your fingers. There's a video online of this, and I, I think just, this might be the second time today I called you a Neanderthal. <laughs> We're going to lose followers over this. Our likes are just going to plummet. Yeah. Do you see any chocolate on my fingers whatsoever? What is that? No. I see a lot of shame. No, I mean, I feel it. Do you eat cupcakes the same way? I do. Are you just saying that? <laughs> he, yeah. leaves the, he, he leaves the icing last. What, what about a... If you get a hoagie from somewhere, do you eat it the same way so you don't get mayo on your on your precious little digits? For the, for the most part, yeah, I do. 
Again, this is the What about pizza? Do you leave it in the box and just like slide? <laughs> all right, no, that's that's a whole different box. Story. Slides it down his so, gullet so, like. All right, all right, all right. So, what's the optimal way to eat a slice of pizza? Oh man, from the fucking front corner all the way back. Okay. Or if you're like, really, like, like normal, or if you're really feeling frisky, you go. I need to cross first. That's just like uh like geometrically incorrect. No, if somebody if I saw somebody eat the crust first, it would be perfectly acceptable to me. You're just an accepting no. person. <laughs> I, I, you know, being accepting of other people's lifestyle choices is very it's very progressive in the year 2020. So I appreciate you for just yeah. being, being so, so open-minded. Now yeah, he's so, getting fired. So now per, now here here's a question. How do you eat your Hershey bars? Oh. I mean Hershey's is kind of bullshit chocolate, but if I was going to eat it, I would just open it up in, you know, I'd break it off into the square. That's not, that's not, thank you. Fight into that shit. No, you break it off. That's what it's meant to do. Why? You get chocolate on your fingers. This (laughs) man opens Kit Kats, dude, and just dives right. So, how is taking a shit for you? Oh, Oh, man. man. I don't even want to (laughs) know. So, I pretty much like some people like face outward, I just face inward. So I got, I got you mean like you arms. sit oh, like a straddles. Like you hug the bowl? Yeah. Okay. And then what? And then my wife threatens me with a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and as you sit there, coddling yourself, hugging the toilet. Huh? Oh my, my band is the only people that love me. <laughs> Not really. No, do you no. wipe back to front as well? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a bidet. <clears throat> Your balls must stink. You wouldn't have to touch it at all. <laughs> You see, I've been trying to get one of those, but my wife won't let me. Why not? I don't know, man. What's your wife's name? Bree. Bree. <laughs> listen, listen. Let 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 your guy get a bidet. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> if get a want. bidet. That's a rhyme. And this is perfectly acceptable way to eat your Reese's. It's fine if you want to. And look, no chocolate, no chocolate on my fingers. <laughs> just shame from every single person you know directed your balls. way we're, we're fighting after this <laughs> yeah I don't know man I think I'm taking your car and all your belongings and just leaving you here that's fine you can eat Reese's that way you could crush ramen noodles if you want is there anything else we need to address uh, finding a new singer <laughs> yeah. a, a new throat, throat. a yeah. new throat yeah do you guys eat your burger with or without the peel uh <laughs> The burger what the peel. What are you talking about? It's do not a banana. Your, do you eat your burger with or without the peel? The wrapper. Yeah. The peel. The peel. The peel. See, are you? You're getting. You're understanding this now, right? Fridays and Saturdays are really rough for us. <laughs> All right. Oh God. So, Anyways. let me ask you a question, Justin. Uh huh. <laughs> the what? How long have you been eating Reese's that way? Oh, no, this is only the second time I did just to be a dickhead. Oh, <laughs> okay. He does it on purpose. He does it yeah, to make I us do miserable. Yeah. Do you crush the ramen noodles on purpose or is that? I like do that thing? on purpose. Yeah. On okay. Anger. So when did you start doing that? Oh, man, since I was like fucking six. So where did you come up with that? Oh, my parents did it. Oh, okay. They called it soup. Okay. And now he- are they like afraid of Asian food? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> 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 got it he's the one who gets the most angry at me it's he just does. he does that's blasphemy man. i honestly thought that he and he and i weren't going to be friends anymore and i told him I was like yeah i crushed my my ramen noodles why is that a problem he's like 
You can't fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like all my ancestors rage <laughs> just came through me. He wouldn't talk to me for like four days. <laughs> I know. Like you could see Liam in the corner just like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a question. All right. I like asking this to different bands and I feel like this is going to be uh, I feel like you're going to be able to answer it very easily and there's not going to be any debate whatsoever amongst the members of this band. I'm ready. Oh, man. So if Skies of Terra was a food item on a restaurant menu, what would it be oh. and why? A food item? Yes. Wow. Somebody else want to take this? That's not or? easy at all. No, that's not <laughs> simple. The hardest question I've ever heard. Well, I do feel like, you know, if I were a chef, which I am, I'm not, but if I was, <laughs> and thinking of all of your your influences, all of your different styles, you got to think of something that you can put a lot of and condense it into a thing. So perhaps a burrito of some sorts? A burrito? I was about to say a shepherd's pie. Okay. All right, I'm I'm smelling what you're cooking. Yeah, hmm. picking right. that up, huh? That's interesting. As I violently throw it down, you're picking it up. Yeah, crushed ramen noodles. I knew you were gonna say With that. Every different seasoning that absolutely they make. there could be crushed noodles in the shepherd's pie. Why not? Uh, me personally, since I, I love pizza, like pizza with all the fixings. Okay. All of it. All right. So Ninja Turtle shit. I'm yeah. down with it. Yeah. Mm. You like pineapples on your pizza, don't you? I'm not that much now. No. There's I mean, I will eat it. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that Hawaiian pizza. I, I've brought this up before. Um, my 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 lunatic girlfriend. If you want to hear some crazy shit, you know what she puts on pizza? What Sour Patch Kids? No. What the fuck? Nope. Why? Mm-mm. And wow. you're still dating her? Yeah. Okay. You call me any good man. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. It's like, fucking just, wild. Are you like, dating his sister? Like, <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> One of my relatives. So is it the way okay. So let me ask this: Is it like a plain pizza that you? Yeah. Put? Okay, that's <clears throat> she, it's a it's a crazy sweet and salty thing. It's a lot better than you think it would be, but I'm still not a fan of it. But it wasn't as bad. Melt them like in the oven on it. No, or just topping. Just topping. Huh. Like a. And to be fair, I say she does this. She's done it once in the four years that I've seen her. <laughs> but I, I I like to bring it up a lot because she has done it before, and it when we, when she did it it was very clear that it was not the first time she had done it <laughs> so how about like those whenever she orders a pizza does she make that as a special request like i said she's done it one time oh man just mm. just once it's all it takes just one time i think i'm gonna yep. do that next time i order pizza like can you throw some sour patch kids on that bad boy for me i'm not coming to your house anymore <laughs> <laughs> liam food items for the band what do you think i'm going sushi we? Of you know, I was when sushi. I was thinking it was like a burrito or maybe like a real ex, like a real extravagant mm-hmm. sushi. Yeah, because but I mean, there's different know. varieties for each region, you know, like but, even just a Philadelphia roll or a Pittsburgh roll. Sure. But to be fair, <laughs> I think maybe the, the best sushi, like sushi, it'd be like some real gaudy sushi. I find like the best sushi is more simple. And this That's wouldn't true. necessarily be the simplest thing. You know, this would be yeah. like one of those fucking one of those crazy things. Somebody brings it out. You know, it'd be a real yeah. Instagram friendly sushi yeah. it wouldn't have like a, a raw octopus on it you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did, uh, Chris, i was waiting for you to call me scott it? scott scott yeah what do you think i i like the pizza i like the pizza idea yeah but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a a buffalo chicken pizza okay so what if we do uh, a buffalo okay so this is the deal right so I'm thinking some real extra shit here. So it's going to be pizza. The 
the crust is replaced with a sushi roll that oh. goes around the entire pizza. Whoa. That's a sturdy rice. And then <laughs> the middle the middle of the pizza is cut out so you could put in a bowl with a tiny little shepherd's pie. Man, that's and that's genius. it. That's it's genius. the skies of Terra. Wow. Wow. I don't want I'm down one. with it. I know. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I never knew. If you ever if you ever the next the next album that you do, the album release I'm going to use my chef skills that I don't have <laughs> and I'm going to make this item and I'm going to bring it to the show for you guys. That's awesome. This is my word. I will make it happen. Okay. That's great. Hold I'm, me to I'm it. I'm holding you to that. No, now you on, have incentive to finish recording. this fucking record. There we go. <laughs> However long it takes. Don't forget about the bonus song is going to be shepherd's yeah. pie magicians. <laughs> start publishing gibberish just to get the food quicker. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, speaking of, publishing and releasing things you do have music that is on the internet now yes that people can hear Mm -hmm. let's tell people where they can find that real quick if anyone's curious well um we first of all we have these uh little business cards that uh are can you read the info from back here (laughs) enhance this is the info right here i'm sorry i I just felt like i just like completely was just like give me that (laughs) give me it now um yeah so we have um our music on different platforms. It was released on Bandcamp first. And then a couple weeks later, it was like Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. It's basically on everything. The digital landscape. Yes. Yeah. As far as it goes so far. But and it's um, actually nice because it's a it's an original name. So there's no other skies of terror out there. And I made sure of that. Like I was always the kind of guy who was like, I don't want to be called down. And then you Google down band and you have like sad stuff or like the 36 bands in the U S named down or whatever. Yeah. So like skies of Terra was like mental, mental headspace. Terra is sort of like this planet. So I was like, all right, skies of Terra, let's see if it exists. And it didn't. So went with that. And, uh, so it's really easy to find our music on there. So, um, what do we got here? iTunes and Spotify with these little QR codes. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Facebook and Instagram and there's even a TikTok. Wow. You've yeah. gone into the TikTok realm. Yes. Yeah. All because of her. That would be Emily. Yeah. Okay. Be Emily who's sitting over there runs our TikTok. I've been, I've been very okay, so 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 you run the TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So there's like one thing on there, right? <laughs> I've been I, I've been very I've been very interested in uh, seeing more bands use TikTok. So I'll have to check in with you in maybe like a year or so and see. We'll see what see happens. how that's see how it's been going. Yeah. But this is an interesting segue into the conversation of social media uh, and that whole side of things. Uh, so how has Skies of Terra acclimated to the? Uh, you know, the wonderful world of putting yourselves out there into the the social hemisphere. It wasn't easy. Yeah, I, we, we, I mean you're here. It's hard. Yeah, we got here. So you're you're on you're on <laughs> This po- is you're fun on. social media. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. maybe the best compliment I've ever gotten. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facebook is not fun social media. Yeah. But this will be on Facebook. But the memes. Think of the memes. The memes. Oh, yeah. The memes are the memes are red for me, but to keep me alive. Social media just it bugs. It, it bugs me. Like I'm on it, but I don't know. I just hate it. I mean, I I like social media. It can be a huge weapon for distraction. But yeah. I mean, if you're able yeah. to like capture people's attention span, 
in this huge cyberspace. Um, like he makes like video memes that are related to Skies of Terra's like new show, you know, as you saw, I'm yeah. sure. And people will like take a giggle at that, you know. So it's like shows a little bit of our humorous side. We don't take things too seriously. Yeah. The music is definitely the most serious we'll ever get. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, but then, uh, all right, well, I'll go back to when I started this whole thing, had like 85 followers. No one cares about the instrumental stuff, you know? And, um, so recently my girlfriend, Alyssa, she's been adding a whole bunch of people that are all across us, you know, just to take that part off of us. She's going to man Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's, if you're not on there, you're missing out. Absolutely. You know, it's definitely a necessary thing to have a place where people can see you, your mm-hmm. pictures, your videos, your information. Um, because if you don't have that, you get lost. You're not going to be on TV. Yeah. You know, the internet is now our TV. Like YouTube is the television set. So, you know, um, now we're just trying to work on not just new material, but like making music videos, he does lyric videos and stuff. We're just trying to like delve into all that stuff for as little people in this that we have, you know, and for what little time we have. So it helps when we have like Emily and, you know, our significant others to help us with the social media aspect. That's huge. That's so huge. Yeah. And we've had like uh, First Angel Media share a bunch of our stuff. And- <laughs> Fuck them. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but that was like super cool. I mean, they um we had like what 500 likes on our Facebook page and and uh they shared it, you know, the Facebook page and it was like jumped up to like 1600. We're like, "Holy shit." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was it was really cool of them to do that and um we've got a lot of love from the community. It's been really cool. Like it everyone's been real like open and accepting well, and yeah i think yeah it's been great with with social media in general it's it's no different than regular life in the terms of you know the energy that you put out into the world is the energy you're going to get back mm-hmm. so if you put out you know fun vibes positive vibes on the internet like you're going to attract those people and that's what you're going to get you'll be able to blossom online as much as you would be able to blossom in the real world connecting with other bands playing shows right. meeting promoters meeting new fans or friends or hopefully both. Yeah. That's yeah. always fun, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the and one thing. Bringing all that together. Networking. Yeah, yeah I helps. think like, you know, social media can be really awesome. I think that it's important just to remind people that, you know, you can't control what other people say online. So you're going to inevitably see something that's going to be annoying to you. Oh, yeah. But you also have control over your friends online. Oh, yeah, I've unfollowed so a lot of them. You can just unfollow people. <laughs> you can delete people. And also, there's still a logout button yep. on all those platforms. Granted, if you log out of Facebook, you'll get a notification like, we miss you every fucking 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds on your yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. But you can still log out. You don't yeah. have to be on it. But so. not, but me, I do it mainly just for like the memes. I'm like, there has to be some good memes today. Or like some good cat videos or some shit like that. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's good toilet, yeah. toilet uh, information on the toilet and Good old Facebook. See what we got today. It's good. To, it's uh, good. To, it's awesome to be able to be connected. And I think that one thing now is that there's no excuse to not be involved in the scene if you have an active Facebook account. 
Absolutely. Because right. everybody's very vocal about everything that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? If somebody's telling you about what the fuck they ate for breakfast and they're showing you what their turds looked like, they're going to be telling you about a show that came out or they're going to be, you know, arguing over, you know, how you're supposed to eat a particular food item <laughs> and things like that. Like there's things are getting shared. So just even taking that five, 10 minutes a day to go through <clears throat> stuff, you'll be able to at least know what's going on. Yeah. Be aware of, Oh, like that. So-and-so is playing the show at this place. I've never heard of. Like, what is that? And then you learn about a new venue yeah. and maybe you can reach out to them and like, who's that new band that's playing with Grey Walker? Never heard of them. Right. You can look it up and check them out and you can like, it's an encyclopedia of knowledge if you look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's very important. You know, you, that's sort of my thing. Like, uh, that's what separates like fame and fortune from just doing it yourself and bringing in a natural organic traffic of people who might really dig your stuff you know like right now um us playing with uh sykes and gray walker at brandy's in april brandy's is getting a lot of attention you know that's a great venue and to be able to be a part of trying to book a bunch of shows there and get a lot of events going um we've been working with amber um Glitter and gore, getting her website going and getting that stuff going. And the creatures and creep rods. Yeah. Um, and then um, us two, plus uh, our other friend, John McCaskey, he is part of LDB, Last of a Dying Breed, who's sitting right over there. Hi, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and we're just trying to get into the whole thing. Like we do T-shirts. We're trying to do stickers. We're just trying to be that other part of the whole thing. You yeah. Know? Um, and having Skies of Tarot on on board, it's like if we want to book a show, we can always... Yeah. Utilizing resources is huge. You know, be the change that you wish to see in the world. All that sort of shit. And uh, what, is, what is this fucking package you got here? Oh, this is nothing dangerous this also. Is, this is just a bunch of flyers for the show. Oh, hell yeah. Candies. Open the dossier. I promise there's not like crushed ramen noodles or like a half-eaten Reese's cup with the wrapper still on or anything in there. It's anthrax. Chocolate crunch. Oh, I love anthrax. This is not for our show, but another show. That's okay. Yeah, it's just a bunch of like oh, flyers. A medley of like flyers. It. Yes. Yes. So many things are happening. Ours is in Are there. these all at Brandy's? <clears throat> yes. Those Super are cool. all at Brandy's. Super duper cool. I think it's rad that there's a, a new venue in that area because yeah. I'm sure that it's needed it for a while. And it's really cool just to you know, see a band such as yourselves or a group of people, not even a band, just, uh, I'm fucking done trying to find things in here. It's <laughs> fine. Well, I mean, but, there's you tons know, of it in there. I'll, I'll pull it all out. But it's cool to see people doing stuff because, holy smokes, there's a lot of events happening at this place, huh? Yeah. Jeez. There Louise, today, this, uh, this year is going to be a great you. one. Okay. There we go. There, there we are. That's it. There it is. Enhance. Enhanced video. We'll do that. Enhanced. So I know you can't see it, but again, April 25th, door 7 p.m. show, 8 p.m. Grey Walker, Skies of Terra, Slakes in the New Violence. And there's something over here. It looks kind of like an evil garlic, but it's uh, <laughs> the evil garlic it, it, of it's music. Skulls and a clown sort of thing. But at Brandy's Basement, 200 Main Street, Irwin, PA, $5 cover, all ages, which is huge. Yeah. Super huge. And uh, yeah. Please come on out. Is I know there are. I have some friends that uh, 
you know, way, way back in the day, way before Sykes and the New Violence, when I was just doing Sykes, I played, um, I used to play out in that area, that end of town a good bit, just because I knew some promoters that did shows out there. Mm. And I probably haven't been out that way in like close to a decade. And whenever I posted I was playing this show, I had like several people hit me up that were like, I'm coming, haven't seen you in forever. That's so it's cool, it's cool nice. to be able to like get out to that side of the area and play for people that, you know, live like, you know, 30, 40 minutes outside of the city, maybe even more. And just like, they can't always come down to Pittsburgh to see shows. It's a lot right. easier for them to go to a place. Like my one buddy uh, was like, yeah, that place is like right around the corner from my house. So it's like awesome. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, it's not too far from all of us, you know, so yeah. it works. Um, yeah. I love that place. I, I've been wanting to be like integrated into like a venue and have the ability to um, trigger events to happen. Sure. You know, that's like just where it's at. Be man. the change you wish to see in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the world. The world. The more you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. And I think that it's really cool that, that like you're all taking advantage of your resources and each other to just like make it happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, because the thing is that honestly, if you have the right people that just give a little bit of a shit. It's not that hard. That's all it takes, yeah. really. Is it's just a really little bit not of that complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can still go to your day job. You know, that's the best thing. Going back to the social media thing, you can be up till midnight or one o'clock, unfortunately, even though you work at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and share your music, share your side hustle. And it's different now. Like a lot of people aren't taking advantage of that. It's very important. Um, that's how you get these venues going, man. You know, it's how you get these towns having true, genuine events that mm-hmm. take place that bring people in. And it's it's honestly not that much work if, you know, what you're doing is good and worth somebody's time. If you love what you're doing. You don't have to, like, trick you know. people into coming out to the show. It's just like, hey, here's a place that's by your house. There's some cool bands playing. You got nothing else going on. Come out. That, yeah. It's simple. Yeah. yeah. And it's not $45 to get in, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, you have a choice. You can go see Rage Against the Machine for like whatever, 400. I haven't paid attention to that situation, but you know, it it was, I I bought my Rage Against the Machine ticket. It was 150. 150? I heard that there was like a scalping issue and whatnot, but I mean, that, you know, that that was what they, they did was they, every, basically, they, I forget how this all worked out, but they, Basically, whenever the tickets first went on sale, I think that they sold every single ticket for the same exact price in the venue, Hmm. whether you were on the floor or the highest up seat, like every single ticket was the same price. Oh, okay. And the idea was to eliminate like people being able to scalp the tickets. Mm. Um, And there's a lot more that goes into it with like money that a lot of it's getting donated to charities and all of these other things and blah 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 and uh i just think in general uh when it comes to shows with a production level like that i think a lot of people uh take for granted just how expensive it is to actually produce a show oh yeah that fucking expensive and also i mean they're touring with run the jewels who is arguably bigger probably more way more popular than rage against the machine these days like they could easily do a headlining tour so for two major headlining bands yeah you know it's eh, the ticket i don't think the ticket prices were that obscene i imagine in some areas like maybe in like 
Los Angeles or New York. I'm sure there were tickets that were 400 bucks because that's See, the those market. Were the moments that, those were the it, things that I heard about. Yeah, I'm sure that's the market. But yeah, the Pittsburgh tickets weren't that much money. Okay. I mean, 150 bucks is still a lot of money, but it's a lot less money than 400. But yeah, it's <laughs> probably like two, three hundred for average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're also talking about, I mean, yeah, like a lot of people like to see Tool whenever they came here. You know, their show, they don't, they don't play to a click track. They have like cues that people are paying attention to for the lasers, the fog. Like there's a lot. It's like having. It's a production. There's it's a, a production. You know, it's not just like, all right, here's these guys. Now take this banner down, put the next. Oh, yeah, down. yeah. It's not like like literally tool walks in and sets up their stuff and that's it. It's like, there's like a team of probably like a hundred or more people that probably come in the day before have to set up all that shit. They have to pay. You're you're paying for them to stay in the hotels and set up everything, tear everything down, moving all that stuff from venue to venue. It's expensive. There's a lot of money that goes into doing that stuff. Right. That's kind of like also how I've been looking at things like with Skies of Terra being starting as like this backing track band. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about like, all right, how can we add more to it? And still, even if we had like the organic drummer and bassist with us, have like a laser show. Like we have like some lasers and stuff. I got a couple of ideas to keep things like a sentence. We have some lasers and stuff. (laughs) We got some lasers and stuff. You know, we're cool. Super casual. We have some lasers and yeah, stuff. Got a couple <laughs> lasers, you yeah. know. Um, but no, like uh, backdrops, just figuring out like, all right, do we have access to like a projector? Put together have, a fucking show. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, like just make it a little bit different from the other ones so that people want to come see you again. They want to have that. They want to talk about it, you know. And also, I find that it's a little bit of a bummer sometimes whenever you go see a band, like your friend's band. And it's like, oh, this is, I'm just watching your band practice in a bar. Yeah. This isn't actually a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a show should be a fucking show. I'm not saying that you need fucking costumes and fireworks, but there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like when you could tell a band's actually performing. Yeah. Or if they're just like there playing the songs. It's, there's a, it's, it's obvious. Yeah. And that too, we're still trying to figure out is us as performers. Sure. And you're not going to figure it out until you play shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I mean, First time we were on stage, we were like, none of us had any idea what the <laughs> fuck we were going to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so we're yeah. figuring that shit out too. Well, I mean, to be, yeah. to be good at anything, you kind of have to be not good at it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah you have fair. to, people t- don't take advantage of the fact that you have to accept failure first. Um, like just don't give up. Sure. You know, essentially, essentially it just, <laughs> just like don't give up just take failure as it's part of the experience it's an opportunity to learn yeah it's like if you fuck something up you have to ask yourself what did i fuck up how did i fuck it up and what can i do to make sure that i don't do it next time right if you don't ask yourself that you're just gonna fuck it up over and over and over again exactly like um i just tried tuna like eight years for the first time i don't know that's a new experience for me i would have never known did you fuck up no, I eat tuna now. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm not <laughs> fucking up. Success. Success. I tried it for the first time eight years ago, and so, I was like, wow. And, and, it's a brave and, story. So do, you, do you, so do you leave it in the can so you don't get any of it on your fingers? <laughs> oh, no. I like, yes. I'll like put it on something like a, like a, a normal person in 2020. <laughs> you know. Oh, I can't say any of that because I don't eat tuna. That's gross. See what I'm talking about, people? I like I don't, tuna. I don't, tuna's good now. Yeah, it's good. I know that now. 
I don't mind it. Yeah. There's worse things. Yeah. There's worse. Yeah. Mustard. It's the chicken worse. of the sea. Oh, I like mustard. Mustard's good. Mustard. Crushed ramen. That's okay. More mustard for me. That's right. I'll you tell you what. All the a spicy Dijon. Yo, you save every single packet of mustard that comes your way. And the next time you see me, just drop them off to me. We'll have a real discreet sort of little <laughs> mustard trade. I got I got the stuff. If there's anything that you, you like that I don't, I'll do the same. We can make this an even trade, yes. but I don't know what that might be. You guys we'll got to do it within a handshake. Just trade it off. It's like, got the spreads. What but you got, that has to be a gentle ass handshake because I ain't it trying does. to break open that mustard. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> just, I don't want to get no mustard on his hands. Nah, I'll throw up. You think he'd be really <laughs> upset about it? <laughs> I would. I'm not trying to make my new friend Scott <laughs> upset. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Scott in the house. So we've, touched on pretty much everything uh we're going to be wrapping up here very shortly but before we do that i do want to just say one more time if you are in the you know the Irwin area or you know even if you're a pittsburgh cat and you want to have a little a little scoot out to Irwin to check out this new venue that's doing a lot i have like probably like almost a dozen different show flyers sitting Got next to me right now stuff coming up man. Uh, if you want to check out this venue if you play in a band and you you know want to see this spot and maybe get involved come out to a show and what better show to check out than april 25th with gray walker skies of terra and sykes and the new violence yeah, yeah. brandy's basement first time doing double duty uh with yeah, these duty. two bands yeah i've played in a, a lot of stupid bands over the years and i've done double duty in the past but this will okay. be the first time with these two for sure cool. that's cool and that's gonna be funks it's double duty for evan too because he's also the guitar player right, in right. gray walker so yeah. that'll be a hoot looking forward to it it'll be fun nice i'm excited uh, yeah, I'm uh super excited yeah i think it's it's an awesome lineup please come on out to that and if you are still listening to this and you're not already friends with the Easter Bronies, but you want to learn more about them, you can find them online. They have music on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else that we talked about. Everywhere. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. TikTok, apparently. TikTok. So <laughs> whatever that look up is. Skies of Terra. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else that we want to, anything else we need to say before we pull the plug on this, uh, on this little uh, conversation? Um, well, uh, on the record, um, Despite all things, you know, I love doing this with my best friends. And, um, yeah, you know, we really hope that Pittsburgh sort of like gets like more of a like a scene for all music, you know, hip hop, rock, jazz, funk, you know. So it's just it's really huge that you uh, allowed us to come on here and sort of do this whole thing. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking. Seriously. No, it's it's if I wasn't the only reason I'm still doing this shit. I mean, I recorded my 300th episode last night, so that's right. a lot of fucking things. Yeah. A lot of people I've talked awesome. to. Thank you. Uh, but there's still <clears throat> plenty of people to talk to. I'm not, you know, there's so many people I don't know that have been doing shit for as long as I have that I haven't met. Mm-hmm. And there's also new bands popping up all the fucking time that I have to meet. And it's awesome to be able to do this and bring more eyes to you, hopefully. Yeah. And just uh, Much do my part to give back because I'm not fucking promoting shows. This is a fucking nightmare. I hate that, but I'll do this podcast. I like playing shows. I hate promoting them, but I'll do the podcast. That's my part. Right. That's okay. Y'all that can do good. all the promoting. Yeah, we'll leave that yeah. to 
Leave that to us. We got this. Yeah, hey, we'll teamwork right. makes the dream work. Absolutely. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more time, Skies of Terra, thank you for being here. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2020. Woo, woo. Thanks for listening. And we're done. That's right. That's it. Peace out. That was a podcast. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks. You got it. That was fun. Hell yeah.